Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Soapbox Society. I'm your host, Bonner, James Bonner. And today I want to go over with you the 10 causes of low self-esteem. This relates for me to public speaking. Public speaking is already hard enough. People get anxiety, they sweat, they freeze. It's already tough enough. But sometimes finding out the root causes and understanding where that anxiety comes from can a person overcome it. Now I've taught thousands of students, I've evaluated thousands of students, humbly speaking, to help them become a little bit better of a public speaker. Because you may have to get in front of people in the near future, maybe that's why you're listening to this portion of the podcast. Maybe you have to get in front of two people. Maybe you just started a new business. Maybe you have to get and do an executive brief in front of the boss, the CEO of your company. Maybe you have to sell an idea in order to get funding for your department. Whatever the case may be, it is all public speaking. And sometimes you only have one chance to get it correct. And you have to be ready. So maybe that's why public speaking is so important to a lot of people. Becoming better at it takes practice. But one of the things that I've seen is low self-esteem makes it a lot harder for people to become better at public speaking because those are barriers that they've learned from the past. And I just want to share these 10 ideas with you, these 10 things that I've noticed that maybe you can relate to, maybe you can understand, maybe it doesn't apply to you, but it may apply to someone else and you can give them that information. And you know what? You can direct them to this podcast if you want. That'd be nice. I'd appreciate it. Anyway, just joking, but not really. Anyway, so today I'm going to start you off with a question like I always do. Do you suffer from low self-esteem and wonder about the source of your feeling of inadequacy? Now, you may or may have not heard this statement before. We spend the last 60 years of life recovering from the first 18 years. Does that make sense? We spend the last 60 years of of life, hopefully I can spend more than 60, but this is just a general statement of life recovering from the first 18. Because in the first 18 years, and in, in most cases when we're dealing with socialization, which is one of my babies that I love to talk about is socialization. So I'll give you a little bit of that as we go through these but I'm preparing a course for that. So you, you'll have to stay tuned and see where that comes out. All right. So the, the whole point is to increase self-awareness of the low self-esteem and understand where it comes from during this very short podcast. Okay. So p- pay attention, stay tuned. It's going to be good. So determine the cause of your self-esteem challenges. The first one I want to discuss is family. Family is considered the most influential part of our socialization. Socialization can start from the ages of zero to seven years, depending on the expert that you listen to, or zero to 10 years. I've heard that one as well. I've even heard it before the baby is born. Socialization can start once they start forming ears and can hear through the stomach, uh, listening to music, listen to people sing, talk, touch on the tummy or the the stomach of the wife or girlfriend or parent or whoever it may be, that it starts as early as that. So family is number one, whatever you call family, 
Family could be a traditional mother and father, a mother or father, a grandparent, a great grandparent, a foster home, foster parents, whatever family means to you. Someone that you raise, even a sibling in some cases, right? And sometimes when we say the word family, it means a good thing. But in some cases, some people have a very rough childhood, a very rough childhood. They're told that they're nothing. They're never, they're never going to be anything. And it's just a very hurtful relationship between their parents when somebody that they love, their family, that they just should be able to trust. But sometimes that is just not the case. And when it, when it comes to that level of trauma, when it comes from the people that you love, I, I will always redirect people to get the, the help and the treatment that they need, mental health or treatment that they need to make sure that they get taken care of. Because that's not something that I'm qualified to do. Understanding where it comes from first is the most important to recognize there is a situation, a concern, a problem and getting it taken care of by a professional person. But family can be, they're the most influential, whether you it's a good experience or it's a bad experience, okay? So when, when we leave the family and we go to school, for example, we have friends, our peers, and this is not just during our childhood because we can be re-socialized through our entire life, all right? Resocialization can happen from, let's say, a significant emotional event, which is a catalyst of change. And that change can change you from a good public speaker, for example, and something happens where you try to land the joke that you thought was going to be funny, but it wound up being offensive. Or you said the wrong term, you said the wrong name, whatever it is, and it rearranges your whole thought process. Uh, well, I was good, but, 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 but then I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. And they freeze, right? I've seen it happen. I fortunately am able to help them get through it during a training event where I'm evaluating. I can give that feedback, but when it happens in real life, public speaking is already hard enough. The anxiety that's there, the, the freezing, the, the, sweat <laughs> I, I've, I'm not meaning to laugh at anyone but I remember there was a guy that was just profusely sweating to the point of a puddle on the floor okay anyway I'm not going to go too far now I, I get into my little tangents but I, I love talking about this I'll save it for the course anyway number one is family number two uh, our children or even you as an adult go to school or you go to work and you have what you have peers, you have people that are around you that maybe don't want you to succeed. And they talk about you talk about you in front of your face, they talk about you behind your back. And it's not a good experience either. That creates some anxiety. Every time I walk into this building, I have these people that are going to be looking at me and judging me and on and all those things. Is there anything you can do about that? No, should you be worried about that? Not necessarily. As long as there's no danger, it's just words, right? Show through your actions is my recommendation show through your actions that you're going to be above what they are continue to learn to continue to grow and your actions will make that person who's been talking about you the whole time or that group of people they're going to be jealous when you're the one that's standing up there giving a dynamic uh, dynamic presentation or a dynamic speech whatever the case may be all right so peers can also be a cause of 
self-esteem challenges, okay? Number three, previous mistakes. I kind of touched on this one already. Previous mistakes that, you know, you, you get up there with all the intent to do the best job and you get up there and you just failed. Have I failed as a public speaker or being in front of people? <laughs> Absolutely. And in the military, when you're in charge, when you're especially towards the senior levels, people expect a level of perfection. And when that level of perfection doesn't show itself, um, hey, what, what can you do? Yes, I had to recover. I'll speak for myself. But I know a lot of other people who make mistakes that don't recover. But you have to keep pushing for it. It's just a mistake. The, the one thing we can do with a mistake is what? We can learn from the mistake and keep pushing forward. Don't let it stop you and hold you down because it will if you let it. All right. So previous mistakes, keep going forward. The past is over. There's absolutely nothing that you can do to change your past. Absolutely nothing. You have to spend the time here and now in the present. Worry about now. Passes over. Don't even worry about the future. Worry about now. And I think that's what you're doing by listening to this podcast, trying to get better at what you're doing. All right. So look forward to the new experiences and how you're going to be. But don't talk in future tense. And we'll get to that in just a second. So number three, again, was previous mistakes. Number four, negative reoccurring thoughts. If you have this situation that makes you the way you are, if you have self-esteem problems, those reoccurring negative thoughts, try to get those out of your head. I always say this, think positive and try to be around positive people. If you're constantly around negativity and you're thinking in a negative state, you will always have a negative outcome. Unless you win the lottery for some reason or something like that. Try to think positive. Turn it around in your head, in out loud, however you want to do it. Think positive, say positive things about yourself because we get enough hate from everybody around us, right? Everyone smiles in our face and says, you're doing a good job or not doing a good job or they're not smiling in your face. But you know what? We have to talk to ourselves. I, I have a, a friend of mine and she says, yes, of course I talk to myself. I need expert, I need expert advice. <laughs> You're the expert of you. Listen to yourself. Talk to yourself if you have to. Uh, I, ha I do have a thing called four levels of crazy, which I can tell you about another time. But talk to yourself in a positive way. You can do this. I'm going to make this. This is no sweat. I'm going to do fine. I've studied. I've done the homework. I've done it. I've prepared. I am ready to go. I'm fired up. And, you know, I start getting to that military army, get motivated type thing. But you know what? If it works, it works. So speak to yourself. Think positive thoughts and you'll be surprised. You may be surprised what results you may get and start seeing things from a more positive perspective. That's what it's all about. Number five, failure. Whether you failed to win, say a big game or land a big client or whatever, confidence, self-esteem is something that is impacted for a lot of people. So you have to reframe how you view failure. Learn from your undesirable results. We already mentioned that, right? Learn from your failure. 
Failure is a building block if you use it the right way. I messed up. You know what? I should have took a left. I shouldn't have said that. That was a very poor opening. I shouldn't do that anymore. I shouldn't use a joke when I'm talking to executive level people. I shouldn't joke when I'm going to. The only reason I keep bringing up joke because I had someone who would always use jokes to break the ice. Because they were so uncomfortable. They wanted to make everybody happy. They were a people pleasing type of person. And they didn't want to fail. But jokes are not always the right answer. And we'll go over that in the course when it comes up. So change your approach if you need to. Number six, unreasonable goals. If you've listened to my health and wellness portion, this kind of falls into that too. Don't make yourself have to, for example, with the health and wellness portion, I said, you know, if you try to, if you're trying to lose weight, you're not going to try to lose 80 pounds, hundred pounds in a week. First of all, that's not healthy. Same thing with your other goals, make them realistic, make milestones that you want to hit at certain points, make them reasonable. Because if you put it way too high and you never hit it, you're never going to make any progress. But if you make small goals, you know what? First thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to get up here and say my ABCs. All right. That's a little trick there, but don't take it just yet. We'll say that for the course. But just make small steps to get you to where you can stand up confidently because it comes from knowledge. But make reasonable goals. So, all right. So don't have unreasonable goals as you go forward. Number seven, body image. Society judges everything about us, especially dealing with our appearance. People are put down because they don't have perfect teeth. Uh, they're not as handsome or pretty as some other speaker, and they don't think they're going to be good. And uh, they're a little overweight, and they feel like they have to be in a perfect shape to be a good public speaker or to be positive in their life. And that is absolutely not necessary. If you're doing the best that you can and you're working toward a goal, have you ever seen someone who just doesn't care? They're in the gym working out. They don't care what is going on because you don't know where they came from. They may have lost 100 pounds in the past year, 150 pounds, 200 pounds in the past year, and they feel great. But considered to compared to other people, they are overweight. But they feel great because their mind is set that they're going to be great. Because I lost 200 pounds. You didn't see that part. That's the iceberg effect. All you see is the tip of the iceberg. You don't see all the struggles that people went through over the past weeks, years, months, whatever it is. So body image, be confident in your skin. People don't know your story. Not yet. Anyway, till you get up on the stage, no matter what your body style is, you, if you're happy with the way you look, then that's all that matters. Every make everybody else like you through your confidence and through the way that you carry yourself and your mentality. Some call it the alpha mentality, but keep that body image. Don't, don't try to live up to somebody else's standard. You live to your standard where you're going to be happy and you can get around and do what you need to do. 
you let that shine through. Okay. We're almost done. Number that was number seven. Number eight, trauma. This can come from mental abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, whatever it is. That's something that professionals are going to have to to deal with. That psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever it is, get the trauma taken care of. I kind of mentioned that in the beginning. Don't play around. It doesn't get better with time. Just like other things in our lives, you have to take care of it. Make a choice to go and make the first step to get the help that you need. If you have that type of trauma, if you want to try to get through it yourself and you've done a good job with it, then keep going. Sometimes we can be our own best psychiatrist, psychologist to get through certain events in our lives. And when I was in Germany, matter of fact, I'll share this story with you real quick. I was a sexual assault response coordinator uh, for my for my region. And I will tell you from the sexual assault perspective. What the people go through, not just during the sexual assault, but after the sexual assault. The smell of a cologne reminds them of exactly the situation uh, that happened. People are durable, but a lot of people are not. And they have to get the help they need because it didn't get better for the majority of the people that I saw who wanted to let it go, who wanted to forget. And of course, that is absolutely their choice. But trauma is real. You have to deal with it. Please take care of yourself. Okay, that was number eight. Number nine, poor academic performance. Maybe you're not the best test taker. Maybe you're not the best at academics. Maybe it takes you a little longer to learn certain things. But sometimes if you are if you're excited about getting out there and being on stage and and performing as far as doing a great job and delivering the message that you've been paid to do or to help a society or to help a a group or a cause that you're a part of. Follow that. Because every day is a test. You're passing at, at life. You're passing at your your job potentially or you're, you're passing at your college or further education. You're going for your doctorate degree, whatever. But poor academic performance, as long as you're providing the time and the effort, because that's what, that's one of the main things that I see is effort. A lot of people, at least the ones that I've seen in the past, they want it. They, they want to do what other people do who are great at what they do, but they don't want to, and this is going to be bad English, but they don't want to did what the other person did to get to where they're at. They just want the results. So effort, if you're putting, if it takes you a while to learn something, your effort's going to have to increase. You're going to spend more hours doing it. You're going to have to spend more time trying to get better at what you're trying to get better at. And I'm just using public speaking because this is what I related to, but it can relate to anything else in your life. So if you do have poor academics and it's because you're lazy, then guess what? You can't be lazy anymore. You have to take what it is and spend nothing, all your free time trying to make it become better and to get better at it. And when you're better at it, then you'll hear the same people that say, you know what? I want to do what you're doing. Because you're making it look easy. 
<laughs> I think that's what it is. I'm pretty sure people see, wow, you're doing that. Oh, I, if you could do it, I can do it. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, good luck. You know, I wish you the best of luck. Didn't ask me any questions. Didn't say, hey, how can I get better? You know, they didn't ask any of those questions. They just, they just prejudge us and they look at us and say, you know what? I can do that too because you can do it. I can do it. You know, and that's not always the case. So study your craft, practice, practice, practice. Perfect practice makes perfect. That's my mentality. All right. And then the last one on this chart that I prepared for you today. Number 10 is media. Now, media is probably one of the most influential tools other than family, because guess what? You're you're in your phone every day. We're in our phones. We're not on our phones. We see billboards. We see advertisements. We see TV. We we look at sports. We're looking at all the different aspects, TED Talks. And well, hopefully I can say TED Talks without being in trouble. But those type of uh, tools and things to keep our mind occupied. But sometimes if we get into the wrong type of media, that also can lower our self-esteem because we see perfect people sometimes. And we're like, wow, I'd love to do that, but I can't because I don't look like him. I don't look like her. Right. And then it just makes us, it puts us down instead of raising us up where we should be. So that's why I created this community, because I want us to become better. And if you've ever seen any type of media, for example, let's say food. When you see hamburgers and you see French fries and you see the way it's prepared and it looks beautiful. And then you go to the actual restaurant where they make it. And it looks absolutely nothing like the photo or the video that you saw on TV. You know why? Because it's not realistic. Instead of like, say, mayonnaise, they're using glue or toothpicks or plastic lettuce and plastic tomatoes and spritzing it with water to make it shine like it's fresh and all these different things. So we can't really believe everything that we see. So take media with a grain of salt. Things like what we're doing here in this community, this is real talk, at least from my perspective. I am trying to be as honest and open with everybody here to share what I know. So you don't have to at least go through maybe exactly what I went through or anything like that. And when I bring my experts out here from doctors and they're, you know, experts in their field and they're just they know their topics so well. Learn from them, please. And maybe hopefully you'll learn from me just a little bit. So that's my intent with these podcasts. And I hope you enjoy them. Let your friends know about it. I'm going to have some reward system coming up soon. I'm doing as much as I can to bring out more content every day. I'm working on eBooks. I'm working on podcasts. I'm working on courses and they're going to be coming out soon. So thank you for those that have joined already. Please share with your friends, leave comments I will be reading those comments. I will be responding. If you want to hear more about a certain topic, I will get the expert. If I don't know about it, I will get more information on those topics because I have a lot that I want to share, but I want to make sure that I'm hitting the wants of you all. 
So ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for paying attention. If you've listened all the way through, I'm going to have some prizes that I'm going to be giving out later. So make sure you stay attuned to the channel. Uh, listen to more if you have time. I truly appreciate it. I salute you all. Take care of my friends and I'll see you on the next podcast.